0: Coming to you via the internet and your friends at PipesMagazine.com, it's the Pipes Magazine Radio Show. Listening to an hour of this show is like a cross country flight in the middle seat between two sumo wrestlers. Now, I invite you to sit back, relax. The smoking lamp is lit. Here's your host, Brian Levine. Hi. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is the Pipes Magazine radio show. Yes, the sometimes irreverent, sometimes educational, but always entertaining weekly pipe-smoking broadcast. And I am your host, Brian Levine, back home from Las Vegas from the West Coast Pipe Show. So, in tonight's show. In fact, the uh, most of tonight's show is going to be kind of like a uh, trip report because I'm going to talk about my trip to Vegas for the West Coast Pipe Show. And then my guest tonight is uh, Lee Von Eric. Lee's back on the show specifically to talk about his three-week, three-event trip to Japan and Singapore. Uh, Three different pipe uh, pipe shows or pipe events or whatever you want to call them. Uh, So we'll have that from Lee. Uh, Music, Mailbag, and... uh, ebay related rant that uh i'll tell you more about well obviously I'll tell you about it at the end of the show but um you can get a little you can get feel, filled in a little bit in the um, in uh pipe parts on my uh, trip report so there you go all that coming up on tonight's episode of the pipes magazine radio show uh don't forget father the flame the auction is coming up in uh 10 days 10 days so you can either go to their website father or go on their facebook page and get a link to it uh lots of good pipes all there to help support the uh, father the flame guys get that uh, get the wonderful documentary finished and get it out into some of these uh some of these film festivals so do check them out and uh yeah, you know, so I'm uh, back from Vegas, and obviously I think from uh, four days of smoking and hanging out in the dry air, I got a little raspy throat again, um, but this is the last time for me to be in Vegas for a while, uh, so I'm um, <laughs> uh, kind, of, uh, kind of looking forward to uh, not going to Vegas every couple of months for a little bit. Anyway, all right, let's get the show rolling, everybody. Sit back, relax, fire up a bowl. Thank you all for tuning in, and here we go. All right, the West Coast Pipe Show 2017. So I'll uh, I'll try to tweak how I normally do these. You know, all right, so I flew out there. Yeah, that's how I got there. Got checked into the hotel, got settled in and uh, you know, tried to stay up as late as possible and had something to eat, and that's pretty much the routine on getting out to Vegas. The the next day on Friday, uh so let, let's talk about the bad the bad part of the pipe show first. All right the palace station is under a major renovation including adding new towers and uh, revamping the buffet and adding movie theaters and bowling alleys and uh, let's just, let's put it this way when i lived in las vegas from 1994 to 90 uh, to early 98 the palace station had look i i mean the last they hadn't done any remodeling to it since uh, since probably the late 80s. So the uh, the hotel and casino and everything is in dire need of remodeling and they are in the midst of a huge, complete total overhaul of the property, which meant that our normal uh, spacious Irish pub for use was um, filled up with slot machines. Now, the bad part of that is that we didn't have as much room. The two good parts of that is that the loud band wasn't there. And they were the, the staff was nice enough to let us, if we wanted to, to turn the seats around at the uh, at the slot machines that were there and as long as we were buying drinks, they were okay with it. So yeah, all right, not quite as comfortable or quite as much space to put out pipes and share stories and stuff, but still enough room to sit down and gather. All right, so there's the the good and the bad part of it. The rest of the hotel. they lost a couple of restaurants temporarily, but again, I can't wait to see it. and I can't wait to see the new palace station, and uh, you know what? the place does need a good overhaul. Uh, <laughs> I mean it it literally looked like a time capsule of my years of living in Las Vegas every year that I would go back um food still same good quality food at decent prices and uh that's yeah you know, that's it for the hotel on friday morning i had a uh, i had a couple of goals and they were to get down to uh get down to the strip because there's a couple of new art galleries that have opened up and they focus on animation art and pop art and stuff like that the one i want to point out in particular to you is called Magical Memories Gallery, and it's in the forum shops at Caesars Palace. And, of course, they focus primarily on Disney. They have some rare and limited edition stuff. They have some stuff that you can find all over the country and at Disney Parks and stuff like that. But beautifully presented, wonderful staff. If you're ever in the forum shops and you want to see some great art uh stop by there and check them out support them uh if anything they've got a couple of uh they've got a good selection of books of of new books and uh some books that are uh, uh out of print so you can find them at the forum shops all right so that was it and then then I got back yeah I got a chance to get to in and out burger uh twice over this 4 day trip so that was nice uh, Friday night, the pipe gathering of uh, pipe smokers began, and uh, Friday night, we spent it sitting at some tables outside of the sports book. Uh, a couple of groups went this way, a couple of groups went that way. You know, I don't even remember what I did for dinner on Friday night, it, so there you go. Uh, it's that it's that simple. Didn't matter to me, apparently. Oh, I know what it did. Uh, we went across the street to the macaroni grill. Um and again the Palace Station's in a decent location where if you want to walk across the street to a couple of the restaurants or walk to In-N-Out Burger you can get there easily. And the Palace Station also has a free shuttle to the uh to the Las Vegas Strip and a free shuttle to the airport. So, yeah, not bad. On uh Friday night, you know, everybody gathered and hung out and smoked and then uh again there wasn't uh, not much room hopping at all because you've got to have a uh, you've got to be a guest of the hotel to get up there. But, um, yeah, it was still nice uh Saturday morning, the pipe show opened at a respectable hour of ten a m now, instead of telling you all the great pipe makers that were there and all the great pipes that I saw, I'll tell you that i had uh I knew that I was getting uh two sato pipes my uh, my favorite pipe makers, mio Sato, two estate pipes that. Uh, that I'd been waiting to work a deal on and I knew that they were coming to the show. So I, first thing I did was I wanted to see them. Uh, I'd only seen pictures of them and here's a fascinating thing. These are just snapshots sent to me over my, you know, by text. And there was, uh, there was three of them. There were two that I liked priced very well. And one I was more excited about than the other. When I saw the two in person, it automatically flip-flopped. So, let's just put it this way. Uh, I got both of them. I'm thrilled with both of them. But the one that I was less excited about over the pictures is the one that I'm more excited about having now. Figure that one out, but uh, I still like seeing pipes in person. Uh, And again, I'd been to uh, Columbus and Kansas City for their pipe shows and didn't buy a pipe at all. Bought some tobacco this show not much in the way of tobacco i was given a can of uh, christmas cheer 2011 so i appreciate that from uh, bobby nesbit and uh, you know I, one of the things i had been looking for was another small pocket sized straight pipe uh, when we went to Europe, I carried two pipes, a Jody Davis and an Ernie Markle, both small, you know, group three and a half size, for group four bowls, but on smaller pipes. I was looking for another one to replace that, and I hadn't really found one. I knew that Ernie would be at the show, so automatically I went to Ernie's table, saw that he had two pipes that really kind of fit that bill, but I didn't want to pull the trigger on it quite yet. I wanted to make sure and walk the entire show floor, uh, and see all the pipes out there. And then later on, on Saturday afternoon, I went over and pulled the trigger on the one that I wanted the most. And that was my entire pipe show. So I left with two Sato pipes, which we will, uh, talk about in the rant coming up and, uh, one Ernie Markle pipe and a couple of tins of tobacco that were given to me and, uh, some tobacco that was brought for on purpose for me. Uh, again just a just a really good group and you know like all the other pipe shows this year it seems like attendance is a little bit down table sales were a little bit less than what they'd been in the past couple of years but that's just purely the economy and the natural evolution of a market uh but again a, a great chance to sit around and hang out with people and uh take some time with them and really get to talk to other pipe smokers, other pipe makers, uh, spent, uh, uh, Saturday evening leaning on the bar with, uh, Micah from, uh, Briar works. And, you know, just got to hang out with him more than you would at like a, say a Chicago pipe show where you're just inundated with people and, you know, tons of people going back and forth. Now at this, at this one, there was like 25 or 30 of us hanging out in the bar and we just got a good chance to talk and smoke and visit. So once again, my recommendation is, uh, you know, out of the pipe shows that I really think are the, the best ones to get to the West coast pipe show is one of those, obviously Chicago and, uh, you know, and, uh, I know St. Louis has a good group of people that go there and then, uh, the Columbus pipe show, Yeah, just a great bunch of people and uh, and a lot of pipes and a lot of activity. And now is the time to start saving up for next year. All right, let's get Lee on here, and we'll hear about his uh, much more exciting trip to the Far East. So stay with us. We'll be back in just a minute. This
1: is Internet Radio. I'm Jeremy Reeves, head blender of Cornell & Deal Pipe Tobacco Company. Since 1990, Cornell and Deal has been producing high quality pipe tobacco, expertly blended by hand using time honored methods, unique recipes, and no small amount of innovation. One example of such innovation is our bestseller, Autumn Evening. We start with whole leaf red Virginia and strip the stems by hand. The tobacco is then cut into ribbons and cooked for two days according to our unique recipe to create our special Red Virginia Cavendish. Then we infuse the tobacco while it's still hot with our secret flavoring to achieve the sublime sweetness, deep flavor, and delightful aroma that makes autumn evening so well-loved by our loyal customers and everyone around them as they enjoy this very special blend. Cornell & Deal Pipe Tobacco Company. It's a labor of love. Contact your local or online retailer for information.
0: We are back on the Pipes Magazine Radio Show, and I am uh, thrilled and excited to have back on the show again. Um, you know, someone who I affectionately call Grandpa, and he, you know, not quite old enough, but uh, he's the, you know, not a, you're not even the oldest pipe maker on the earth, but you did sell a pipe to Sir Walter Raleigh, right, Lee?
2: Yes, I certainly did.
0: Okay, so let's welcome. Uh Lee Von Eric, welcome back to the Pipes Magazine radio show.
2: Thank you, Brian. Fun to be back again.
0: Yeah, all right. So before we have- Yeah, I know we always have fun. We always goof around. We're not going to do that. This is going to be very serious and educational and informational. And if you believe that, right. go ahead and go ahead and uh, you know, turn this off right now. it's um, so the before we get into your uh your trip to the the entire Asian continent or wherever you went. Uh, how'd you get into pipe smoking?
2: Well, uh, back when I was in the service and got done with basic and, and second eight weeks of training, I got sent to France. <laughs> and they had cigarettes rationed on us over there and you couldn't get, buy enough cigarettes to get through a month. So most everybody by the end of the month was uh, smoking pipes. And we were buying Longchamps in the PX for like a dollar and a half and a bag of half and half for Sherwalt or Raleigh or one of those. They did have Dunhills uh, in the PX too. Um, they were like 15 or 20 dollars and that's kind of out of a pfc's price range (laughs) so uh that's where it started and it's just i've still got i think five or six of the Mm merchant or the the long champs that i brought home Um, and we tortured them let me tell you
1: (laughs) Uh, so so
2: i had a had a, a TR3 over there and you could break it in and he'd pack it up, get it lit and drive the car and hold it outside the car.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Which... But I, I never did burn out one. <laughs> and years after I got him back here, a dog that I had chewed the leather off of one, so I cut it off. And believe it or not, Brian, there was just enough dryer there to hold the putty together. <laughs>
0: So they so they didn't waste really good briar by uh, covering it up with uh, with that leather, huh? Uh,
2: no. No, <laughs> believe me. And I've I got two of them with uh, oval bowls and oval tobacco holes. But the tobacco holes end up carboning up round. <laughs> Let me tell you. I mean, hey, give me a break. Why have an oval... Of alcohol, it's just going to get round in the end anyway.
0: <laughs> well, let's not talk about what happens in the end. Um, all right, so you are, uh, so the reason I wanted to have you back on is, uh, you've been going to, how long have you been going to Japan for their pipe show?
2: Oh, well, I have to look back in my, my, uh, passports, but it's something like 2000, 2001, maybe oh two. Um, and I've been there at least once a year since then. One year, I did go twice. Um, the year that Suge had their uh, 80th anniversary party, I went over in March for that. Usually it's in the fall, September, October, November, something like that. Like-
0: changes.
2: They, they change their weekends because they... It it travels around the country for five years. Every fifth year it comes back to Tokyo. Um, And it depends on the sponsoring club when they can get a venue, when they end up having uh, their show. Um, They announce a date at the show for next year, but it's apt to change. And this year it did change. It started off, it was the second weekend in October, but then they changed to the middle of September. Um, The hotel they were having it in, is in a part of Tokyo called Asakusa. Um, And that October in Asakusa is a very busy time of the year. Um, So I know they had trouble getting them venue that's why they changed it
0: so what exactly compare this to a, to an american pipe show that i've been to uh
2: they're very small uh the main thing they do is it's the pipe smoking championship of Japan. it's their national championship And they'll get two or three hundred people show up for the national championship. Um, The father of the flame crew was over there one year and got it on film. Um, It's a very, oh, a lot of pomp and circumstance in the uh, opening ceremony. I have no idea what they're saying, but I know that they're up there in tuxes and white gloves and they've got a big gong on the table and every once in a while one of the guys will hit the gong and (laughs) and of course like any smoking contest if you stand back and look at it how the cloud of smoke rises when they light up that's interesting all in itself
0: (laughs) now you can so you can smoke inside in at the pipe show
2: uh yeah yeah. Every every place I've been at the pipe Show, there's been smoking in the room. Mm-hmm.
0: How is the uh, I mean, how is the smoking regulations in Tokyo?
2: Uh, they were threatening to basically outlaw everything, but I did see something online here just in the last week or so since the president got himself reelected, uh, he's put that whole business in the kibosh. Now, uh, restaurants will have no smoking sections, hotels will have no smoking rooms, and they're hard to get because they are big smokers, mostly cigarettes. Yeah. Um, There are uh, quite a few uh, pipe smokers, and you see a few cigar smokers, I was in a real fancy cigar bar with Rex Bogan, Paul and
3: uh
2: York Whitcamp and who oh Carl Knighton was there with us and Michael Peertok uh down up he was just off to Ginza. But most of the tobacco stores over there are really almost corner convenience stores. I was in one up in Sapporo. It was basically a liquor store with a few pipes. He had some Stanwells and Petersons and some Sugay machine pipes. And he did have pretty good selection of tobacco. Um, I was in one this year in Yokohama. Um, and he had a pretty good smoke shop. But they're small. There, there isn't really a place where you can sit down and talk like you find in some of the, the pipe shops in this country. Yeah,
0: they're much more of a get in get your stuff and get gone kind of store.
2: Well, the people they work so hard uh, and they work so much they're afraid to they take 5 minutes to go buy a pouch of tobacco and it's all, I haven't I have yet to see bulk tobacco in Japan. Yeah. It's all 10 dollar packages.
0: Is it fairly expensive there too?
2: The cigarettes aren't really. um you know, 5 or $6 a pack. Uh, I have the pipe tobacco is. Um, I have customers over there, and uh, I know in Singapore also, that buy a lot of their stuff from um, smoking pipes. But they don't go nuts on a You know, it isn't like they order five pounds at a time. They order a few tins. Yeah. And they claim they claim it's it's cheaper that way than buying it local.
0: Huh. All right. So, what other uh, in in Tokyo? What other pipes? What other pipe makers were there besides you?
2: Uh, the Western guys, none. Um, it, they, um. I see the all the well-known uh, uh, Japanese guys: Tokutomi, um Arita, um go to you know all those guys are there normally every everywhere i go i see them um, Sapporo was a different different deal it was a lot smaller because it's up on the next island north of the island that tokyo's on so it's expensive to get up there um there wasn't too much there at all hell i think there was maybe a dozen tables at that they had us in two different rooms and there there was maybe five tables five or six tables in each room um, and they're normally the the pipe shows aren't that big. it's mainly the smoking contest right now next year next year will be uh they're hosting the world championships. And I talked to Barney Suzuki in in, uh, Singapore in September, and he said they're talking about having a two-day pipe shoot. Normally it's just Sunday uh, when they have the smoking business. Um, So he said they're talking about it. So I'm assuming they're going to have something on Saturday. I don't know if they'll they'll have uh, a smoking thing or not. Um, on Saturday or Sunday, but normally it's on Sunday. Um, And I'm expecting there'll be some Western people show up for that, you know, guys from Europe. Um, I'm talking to uh, actually one of our uh, manufacturers here about going and I know another guy in the US uh, that has a website and he's talking about going. So I don't know who will, who will end up getting invitations or, or getting themselves invited somehow. Huh.
0: Um, so when, uh, when, if, when, you're at, when you're at one of these pipe shows, do, do all the attendees, do they want to come up and meet you and shake your hand and oh, try to communicate with you?
2: <laughs> they can communicate. That isn't a problem with them. Um, they do speak more English than I speak Japanese. So <laughs> they apologize for not speaking better English. Than I, and I tell them, all, my stock answer is, your English is a whole lot better than my Japanese. Don't be apologizing. No need. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, it's a constant stream of people. Um, you want to take a picture, you know can you sign this book or, you know, they've got, uh, oh, when that book in China came out with all the pipe makers in it. I probably signed a hundred of those. Um,
0: (laughs) So you ruined, I mean, you've, uh, you've, um, um, autographed about, about a hundred people's souvenirs. Uh, we're going to take a break right here. When we come back, I want to talk about your food and, what you did in between and then we'll talk about Singapore. So stay with us. We'll be back in just a minute. We are back on the Pipes Magazine radio show, visiting with Lee Von Erk. Uh Lee, so you're you're kind of like either uh, like John Wayne or the Tom Selleck of uh, of Pipes in Japan, because I mean they all want your autograph and they want pictures
2: with you. Oh yeah, and I've got to sign pipe bags when they buy a pipe, and <laughs> um, I do sell a lot retail while I'm there. Um, Suge allows me to do that. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, it's just an endless stream. Uh, I get uh, I've got some uh, customers that want to see me before the show and want to go out to dinner and uh, you sit down in a dinky little restaurant somewhere and a tiny table and there's food all over and they want me to put out pipes. Well. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: creates a mess. Yeah, yeah so, what, so what are you doing with your time in between shows? Are Are you going out to dinner with people every night? Do you get a chance to wander around the area and explore?
2: Oh, yeah, especially this time. Uh, because when, when Tokyo changed their date from the second weekend in October, Singapore was the first weekend, and Tokyo went to the uh, middle of September, Uh, I went over I got there on Friday did the show on Sunday it was the following Saturday I did uh, the in-store thing in Yokohama and it was the following weekend I went to Singapore so I had three weeks there in uh, Tokyo to go batting around Um, (laughs) their, their national museum isn't that far from where I stayed, in fact, it's right by the train station that I get off of when I come in from Narita Airport, Uh, and they had uh, this uh, showing up there of of artists, wood carving artists from uh, 850 years ago. Wow. And a lady that I go out to dinner with suggested we go and see this one day, so we did. And it was Brian. It was stunning. Um, somehow this artist put glass eyes in the statues. He had four statues of four Japanese gods, and they were huge. They were God. They were at least eight or nine feet tall. Um, and the eyes and the hands, the way the man carved the hands, they were also graceful. It was it was a stunning, stunning, um, display. And at the end of the month, uh, it all went back into storage and it won't be out for 30 or 40 years. So I'm glad I got to see it. I'm going to go back there every year. I'm going to take one day and go up to that place. It is something.
0: All right, let's hop over to Singapore and, uh, I mean, first of all, it, the first time I'd heard that there was a pipe club or a pipe show gathering in Singapore was from you, so give us some history and uh, and tell us what it was like.
2: Uh, First of all, Singapore is hot. <laughs> Singapore is like a sauna every day. <laughs> it's one degree north of the equator, so... That tells you something. And this time of year, the, the sun was almost straight overhead.
0: And, and where you yeah. live, where you live is like one degree south of the North Pole. So,
2: well, actually, I'm at forty six degrees north and change. <laughs> I'm a little little over forty six degrees north. Yeah, we're dark. It's uh, the sun has gone down already. It's going to be dark here pretty quick. It was still dark this morning at 8:30. Um, but yeah, it's I'm the complete opposite of of uh, Singapore. <laughs> the town itself really is rather stunning. They've got skyscrapers like you wouldn't believe. They've got these humongous apartment buildings. Some are put up by private. Some are uh, put up by the government. It is expensive. The apartments start is a million and a half Singapore dollars. Singapore dollar, when I was there, was like... Uh, a do- one U.S. dollar was worth 1.34 Singapore dollars. Um, so... Uh, I, I did stay with uh, a club member who wasn't even there. He was back in the U.S. somewhere at a wedding or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his maid was there and his son was there. I only got to see his son once, but um, he had two cars parked in his courtyard. Uh, one was a 180 series Mercedes station wagon and the other was a 3-series BMW convertible. The maid told me it cost him $300,000 Singapore dollars by the time he got done paying for permits and taxes and imports and the price of the car and everything else. (laughs) But they have a, a lot of... Trees around, and they're starting now. Instead of tearing buildings down, buildings down, save some of the stuff that was put up when it was under English control back in the beginning. Uh, it was a British colony at one time. Um, the, people, the uh first language is English. Surprisingly enough, they have a dialect of some sort. They talk too. And, and some of them uh, do talk uh, other native languages, like there's a part of town they call Little India. There's a Chinatown. Um, and uh, these people were all brought in originally by the English. as maids and farmhands and whatever. But it's a city state. There really isn't, you know... It's a very busy port. The U.S. Coast Guard has got a base over there, or, or got personnel over there. Um, they've got a big repair facility for ocean-going ships, and it's the Coast Guard job. If it's a, uh, a U.S.-flagged ship, they have to inspect it before it can go back in the water. Huh.
3: Uh,
2: I met a husband of one of the postcard Guard people over there. In fact he's down in Lower Michigan now, wanting to come up here and visit. He's gonna fit in my basement over Kike. <laughs> six foot six foot five I think. He's a big dude, let me tell you.
0: So was this the first year for this uh for this pipe show there?
2: No, this was their second. They had a, a real pipe show about five years ago. Um, but they don't have one every year. Um, I met two German pipe makers that I'd never heard of before, um, but they, for some reason, I think they've had connections with Singapore for a long time. Uh, there was a couple of pipe makers from Taiwan were there. Uh, Jerry Zenz was one of them. Uh, but there, that again was a, a rather small show. I would say maybe 20 tables. Um, they were going to have a smoking contest. It was held on a Mississippi River boat. You know, <laughs> a big paddle wheel in the back. And it had the whole thing. It, it was tied up to a uh, pier, and it could move. They moved it recently, I guess, and it went under its own power. Um, but that's where they had the, the show, but they, they ran into trouble with the government on, uh, having the, the smoking contest, you can't smoke inside, uh. I guess in there, they're, you can't in, if they catch you with one cigarette coming into the country, you're in trouble and it states right on the, the customs form you fill out on the airplane. If you're caught with drugs, the penalty is a death sentence in the story. <laughs> so I had, wow. I had left all my tobacco up in Tokyo, Matsugi, because I didn't want to get caught, you know, bringing tobacco in and having to take it away and not give me the pouch back anyway. Yeah. Um, well I get to my hotel room and I'm thinking around my briefcase. There was one a pouch of tobacco way down the bottom that I missed somehow. <laughs>
0: so you're a smuggler, huh?
2: So yeah, so I'm a smuggler. <laughs> when you come out of the place, they've got a door marked, nothing to declare. And the door is open. And I was walking kind of quick, and as I turned the corner, I could see Gabriel and Michael waiting for me, standing outside a little fence there. And I've got exciting, you know, hi, How you doing? That kind of thing. There's three guys standing there with an X-ray machine, and they randomly pick people <laughs> to <laughs> run them through. That going out of there, uh, the security took away. Uh, I had my uh, toothbrush kit, a uh, uh, cuticle scissors, and I thought to myself, a cuticle scissors. Yeah. It's got a sharp point. Well, okay, fine. You know, whether they're $2 or $3, they aren't much So I lost those. they coming through Detroit. They had given us real nice um, pewter mug, and I had that in my suitcase all protected so it would come. Security at Detroit had to see that damn thing because <laughs> x actually wouldn't go through it. They wanted to see what it was. Right, so, uh, so, what can I say? Uh, so let, let's Detroit. go back.
0: Let's go back to Singapore for a second. Uh, what what would somebody do if they didn't accidentally smuggle in some tobacco? Is are there tobacco shops that you can run down to real quick to get something to smoke?
2: Oh yeah, um, I was in two different cigar bars. Uh, that were real nice, had an area to sit and you know, and they, these were bigger. I mean, there was a lot of people in there. Um, and we spent time in the cigar bars. Every, Most everybody was smoking cigars. Barney and I were smoking pipes. Barney Suzuki doesn't smoke cigars either. So we were, there were other guys smoking pipes, but a lot of cigars. I can imagine down there with the humidity and the heat, a cigar might be a better smoke than a a pipe.
0: Well, you definitely wouldn't need a humidor for them.
2: No, no. There's mold on everything. There's mold (laughs) everywhere. It's a constant battle against mold. But if you take a shower in an air-conditioned room, Before you can get dressed, you need another shower.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's like I tell people about going to Florida during the summertime. You get in the shower to get dry.
2: Well, that's about like uh, Singapore. (laughs) It was in the 90s every day temperature-wise and in the 90s humidity-wise. Every day, all day. At night, the same thing. Just as hot doesn't cool off. Thunderstorms. Rains a little bit every day. You might get a half an hour thunderstorm going through or a sprinkle during the day sometime, but it rains every day.
0: Now, do you know, do you know, it is, is the pipe smoker in Singapore, are they more like a, you know, one bowl in the evening at the end of the day? or Are they, are they able to smoke all day? I mean, it, it sounds pretty restrictive and expensive, so...
2: Yeah, it is pretty restrictive and expensive. And I think most of the people that I saw at the pipe show, I think, were well. Some of them were wealthy. Um, the rest of them just had enough money to that they could indulge in their hobby. Um, like I said, it was it was more cigars than pipes. And you couldn't smoke at, inside at the pipe show. You had to go sit out on the deck of the boat.
0: Yeah. A, a Mississippi wheeler in Singapore. That sounds perfect.
2: Yep. Yep. And believe me, it had a big paddle wheel. <laughs> yep. uh, Far upstairs, restaurant in the place, downstairs on the main deck. Yeah, it was quite an adventure.
0: And so I, I know you're pretty much a fan of um, meat and potatoes, although you'll you'll eat the occasional fish thing. But uh, what were some of your favorite meals on this trip?
2: Oh, shrimp and rice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I eat a lot of shrimp and rice. There was a um I had cheeseburgers in uh, Singapore. All right, Singapore. They've got to import everything, too. You know, and all their meat comes from New Zealand and Australia. Same thing in, in uh, Japan. They're starting to import uh, U.S. beef again now. But um, Yeah, uh, a lot of fish, a lot of rice. I call it when I go over there, usually it's a week that I go for. Um, I call it my week of Fish and tea and rice. (laughs) Uh, Shrimp isn't bad. Uh, Pork isn't real expensive in Japan. Um, Chicken isn't, that's available quite, you know, most everywhere and reasonably priced. Beef is the expensive one, especially if you get into Kobe beef.
0: And from did you get a chance to look at look around at the pipe shows and are the pipes the pipe prices pretty much the same I would guess
2: oh yeah um, I didn't look too much in japan i didn't I didn't look much in uh, Singapore either, but there was a guy from Malaysia came down and he had a bunch of yet six or eight. Peter Hesian's brand new unsmoked huh. on the table. And he was right across the aisle from me. He was late in the day before I saw him. And I saw him lay over there. I thought, that's Peter Hesian's pipe bag, You know? I went over there and sure enough, he has a pipe store somewhere up in Malaysia. Um, and Peter used to go to Malaysia on his way to Topia to japan when we were going over by osaka he'd go to malaysia first then he'd go to japan then he'd go to hawaii and go blue marlin fishing with uh tom nita then he'd come to richmond and then he'd go home and he'd make a trip right around the world he did that a couple of times
0: and he'd try to kill and eat something at every stop
2: or drink the beer. Back in those days, he was a beer drinkers. Yeah, yep.
0: yeah. Well, that yeah, Girl. that cured. Well, you you got cured of uh, of drinking any beer, but uh, is the uh, I would assume the sake is pretty good in Japan. Oh yeah,
2: oh yeah. Um, I've got a couple of favorites over there. Um, it's sake's. Uh, like wine or like beer you know it, uh, each distiller or brewery or whatever does it a little different um, sake really is everybody thinks it's like a hard liquor but it's more like a wine yeah it isn't that high in high in content of alcohol and I like it cold they serve it cold or hot I always get it cold
0: Let's jump back to tobacco before we finish this up do you, are most of the most of the people at the at the pipe show in Japan are they smoking you know english virginia's and and a little bit of aromatics uh
2: in japan there's more aromatics uh in Singapore I think it was more the virginia's and english blends uh, in singapore they they buy from smoking pipes. Uh, a lot too. Um, so a lot of tins, a lot of tins. They get and, and I did get some bulk of uh, fifty one hundred. I told them, uh, April uh, that I was going to leave my tobacco in Tokyo, and the first thing I'd want to do in the morning because I my flight got in there like at midnight. Um, First thing I want to do is go to a uh, tobacco store and buy some, buy uh, some tobacco. Um, and she said, "Oh, we'll we'll fix that." She put out the word, and two guys gave me pouches. One guy gave me a tin with some, or a little uh, plastic container with fifty one hundred. And it is used. And then <laughs> I got some current stuff. Also,
0: it's a- but- so now you're an American now you're an American celebrity in uh, in Singapore as well as in Japan.
2: Yeah, um there was a bunch of the people from that club that did come to the Chicago show. I'm thinking it was 3 years ago. And there, uh, some of them are coming back this year. I don't know how many. But uh I know Abril's coming back because she wants to be in the seminar again. When she was in the seminar the last time, there were two really nice pipes I remember from that seminar, and hers was one of them. She wanted the squash tomato, which is basically a French. And she made herself a real nice one. She still has a smoker, don't (laughs) think. Well maybe she's she
0: maybe she's waiting she for you enough? to smoke it with her.
2: Well, maybe she will. If she brings it, I'll make her smoke it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lee, we will wrap this up with the Fast 5 final questions. It's been almost uh 5 years since you got them, so you get to Well, it's been 4 years, so you get to get them again. Are you ready?
2: I suppose.
0: Uh, what is your favorite pipe and it can't be the one that you gave to me
2: <laughs> okay it won't be um right now it changes with time but right now I have I'll give you the serial number seven one zero zero four the fourth pipe I made this year
0: and it ended up in your mouth huh
2: yes yeah. well it had a had a big problem inside the bowl, and I cleaned it up at the end. It's a gorgeous piece of wood. Um, there was a big flaw right straight across from the draft hole. <sighs> and so I stuck a drill down there in a chuck that I held in my hand, and I dug it out as best I could, and I tried a new way of saving it. And I, I kind of wanted to sell it, but I didn't dare. So I thought I'll smoke it first, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, we'll do something else. And it's worked very well, <laughs> and now I like pipe so much, I don't think I want to sell it.
0: Just keep making the same mistake again.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: All right, I know the answer, but I'll ask you anyway. What's your favorite tobacco?
2: Um, there's two that I mix together. 5100 in 2010 from our buddy in Kansas City, Mike McNeil.
0: Yeah, it's been the same for years. Um, what is your favorite drink? Red wine. And when it's time to relax, do you prefer a book, a movie, or music? A book. And then the final question is... Do you have a particularly favorite pipe smoking related memory? How about one from the past four years uh, that we haven't talked about?
2: That we haven't talked about in the last four years? Yeah. <laughs> um, it was at uh, Columbus. And I told uh, Phil Morgan, yeah, I got a. Uh, corn cob in the goodie bag in Kansas City. And I brought it home with me. I hadn't had a corn, a corn cob in years. I didn't smoke it. And his wife, uh, Pat, had bought a pipe, one of my pipes, for him at Kansas City that, the year before. <laughs> so we brought the two pipes to uh, Columbus. Went out to dinner. After we got back from dinner, we sat on. I smoked his corn cob, he smoked my pipe. I got a picture somewhere <laughs> in my phone or laptop or somewhere. He's smoking my pipe and I'm smoking his corn cob. That doesn't happen very often, let me tell you. No. It's not smoking somebody else's pipe out in public. But that was a lot of fun. Yeah. A bunch of good guys around, harassing me each other you know how that
0: goes yeah I wasn't I I, I wasn't there no wait a second I was never mind
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you probably were
0: yeah well uh, grandpa thank you very much uh, glad you had safe travels and you're back home and hunkered down now for the winter because the airport's closed because it's November now and it's cold up there
2: yeah um, winter's here we might have snow right through the April now who knows <laughs> um.
0: to see Lee's pipes you can go to von-erck.com that's vonerck.com uh Lee's got uh, two different webcams set up so you can watch him making pipes or if you're on Facebook just send him a friend request and uh he's got Facebook live going Frequently, so that we can uh, watch you putter around in the workshop and make a whole bunch of dust.
2: Yep, yep.
0: And then you can see pipes. So, Lee, thanks again.
2: Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me, Brian. I enjoy it. It's always fun talking to you. And even though we were serious, it was still fun. Most of the time.
0: (laughs) Most of the time. We'll be back in just a minute.
4: What are you looking for in a pipe? Is it the quality of aged briar? Is it a certain shape or finish? Maybe it's the sound engineering that ensures an effortless, smooth draw with each and every puff. That's exactly the kind of pipe Savinelli has delivered for generations now. With such a variety of shapes, finishes, and sizes, it's easy to find something that fits your sensibility and style. Just this year, we've expanded our lineup to include the Bianca, the Lancelotto, the 2015 collection, and the final installment in the Leonardo da Vinci line, the Vitruvio. For a bolder style, try our more colorful 2015 editions as well. The exotic cashmere, the sultry Licoricea, and the striking Archibaldino Red. So whatever you're looking for in a pipe, know there's a Savinelli waiting for you. Contact your local or online retailer to find your Savinelli today. internet radio
0: boy, I really 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 want to go to Japan now um, anyway, but do check out lee's uh check out Lee's pages and cams and all that stuff All right for music, I was inspired because on my uh, trip down to the Las Vegas strip, the free shuttle bus dropped us off on uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Boulevard. so I was inspired to play some sammy davis jr and here he is doing uh, the lady is a tramp
3: i've the and the dined on the mulligan stew never wish for turkey has i a hitched and the hype and the drifted to from maine to albuquerque alas i missed the Bulls Arts ball what is twice as sad I was never at a party where they honored Noel cad But her social circles spin too fast for me Her whole bohemia is the place I want to be She gets too hungry for dinner at eight she loves the theater, but never comes late She'll never bother with someone she hates That's why the lady is a tramp. She goes to Coney, the beach is divine She digs the ball games And the bleaches are fine She reads Kilgallen And I mean every line That's why the lady is a tramp I like the green Charles she whistles and stamps That's why the lady... It's cold and it's damp, that's why the lady is a trap.
0: is the late, great Sammy Davis Jr. off of a album I found on Spotify called The Definitive Collection. They probably should have given him a better street to name uh, than a side street at a mall in Las Vegas.
2: You've got mail. Pattern baldness.
0: In the mail this week, going back to last week's show, Casey Ghost writes another enjoyable show. I really like cigars, but for some reason I don't care for pipe tobacco with cigar leaf in it. Don't know why, just don't. And you don't need to know why. Uh, you just don't. Then he goes on to write, uh, couldn't get into the interview. I guess you have to know the guy. Uh, I really like the performance of Burl Ives doing Ghost Riders in the Sky. It has the same motif to it as the Master's Call. So there you go. And then Newbroom says, I love the whole thing. Once I accepted the premise of the pretentious self-aggrandizing fart. I kid, Brian, I kid. Yeah, I know. Um, I found Ron's story to be extremely engaging and his demeanor conducive to the enjoyment of a bowl while I listened. I would love to be able to stop by and visit the guy after listening to this. Yeah, just one of those people that you just want to kinda of hang out with. Uh, then he goes on to write, As for Ghost Riders in the Sky by Burrow Lives, I think that I think that's an eye opening rendition that provides me with a with an entirely more authentic treatment of the lyric and melody than Monroe's popular version. The one that I grew up with. Burl evokes the ghosts. Fantastic. Puff on, Mike. And then, uh, and then Mike posted a link to uh, some pictures of some of uh, Ron's pipes. And then Ron's uh, got his website back up and going. So go check out those links. And then going back a while, because I missed this one. Must go back to sometime in the late summer. Uh, scrap rights. Hey dude, just wanted to say I really enjoyed the last episode with Mike Zika. This may sound a little silly, but talking about the old school pipe publication made me think back to when I was a kid and how excited I was to get physical copies of Nintendo Power in the mail. That was pretty much the only information you had on video games at that time in the 1980s. No internet, and that is something that I really miss. Physical copies of print... Uh, me, I mean, I was, so So I was wondering, well, uh, let me try that again. Physical copies of print, I mean. So I was wondering if there was any of these older publications online, ironic I know, to read. I feel like I kind of missed out on a real iconic era in pipes and was thinking it would be super cool to go back and read. I recently just got the Pipes and Tobacco's Magazine Summer 2017 and just love it. I really miss just sitting back and reading good old paper. Anyhow, don't get me wrong, I really enjoy Pipes Magazine's website, but that show just made me feel nostalgic. I also thought that episode was cool as Mike was talking about finding vapors, and while I still love my McClelland aromatics the most, I also feel my taste in tobacco have crazy changed, and I've been enjoying Virginia Perique called Pirate's Alley from the Country Squire a lot lately. Just wanted to give you some show feedback and let you know I really enjoyed this episode a lot. August 28th is my pipe-smoking birthday. Can't believe it's been four years of enjoying the great hobby. I'm up to 30 pipes now, too. Anyway, thanks for all the help and from the radio show and the website and helping me enjoy my pipes and tobaccos, your fan scrap. If anybody can... Post some links to uh maybe some online maybe some of the online magazines of of or some magazines of old and give suggestions of online reading for scrap that would be wonderful I would much appreciate it and I apologize for that being so late all right rant time next cowboy cowboy Scam alert! Scam alert! Scam alert! Buyer beware! Yeah, pipes have made the big time again because we are getting scammed on eBay right now. And the way I know it is because I search for Sato pipes all the time. Recently, about uh, three weeks ago, there was a Sato pipe on eBay that I did not bid on because I didn't, I, not my shape, not my style. Well, it was from one of the most reputable of the regular eBay sellers. Well, now that a pipe, that pipe is available for on a buy it now free shipping from China for $30 and 56 cents. <laughs> that same pipe, $30 and 56 cents. Now, now to, to that, uh, that eBay seller that is in China that is willing to ship me a pipe that sold for just over $500 on eBay la- a couple weeks ago for $30 and 56 cents. I say, and up yours. Yeah, <laughs> you got it. Okay. Uh, really, I mean, th- how stupid do they think we are? Well, apparently they think we're stupid because there's a couple other pipes on eBay right now that are obviously fake. They're all from China. Seller has zero, uh, has uh, zero feedback. They're all super cheap. And they must all think we're all super stupid. Well, I say, no way. Uh-uh. Not gonna happen with me because I've seen this before on eBay. And, uh, you know what? We're not that stupid. We're not so stupid that, uh, Uh, well you know let's just put it this way if you use the same picture for a rare pipe that was sold three weeks ago and you use some of that ebay sellers description from three weeks ago and you think that you're going to sell it for five percent of what it sold for on ebay three weeks ago you're the idiot not me (laughs) there you go all right i'm done with that uh you know what? Make sure and get out there and support uh, support your local pipe club, support your local pipe show. Get out and uh, spend next year planning to at least get to a pipe show and, uh, and share the camaraderie. And uh, get out there and form a pipe club. All right. I want to thank Lee for joining me. Thank you all for tuning in. And until next time. Happy bomba
3: to you Until bomba meet again Happy trails to bomba jira 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 Just sing a song song and think about sunny weather. Happy trails to you till we meet again. again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Our show is now coming in for a landing. Please return your flight attendant to an upright and erect position.